I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Michael is on the radio today. And he ain't afraid to say what he's thinking. Is on the radio today. Turn it up, it's time to get on with the show. On 987 ESPN Radio. Oh, yeah, here we are on a Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. Hope yeah. you're doing great. Michael, Don, Peter, a lot of stuff to do. Nick's 5 0 in the OG era. Looked great yesterday. Portland was never even in it. That was over early. Or over early. Peter Peter suggested I'd be out of it early, and I was. But rather than watch a streaming service, I went to bed. How'd that work out for you? Oh, wonderful. Went to bed at 9.30. So you, do you be feel better. better? Refreshed? Not really. Well, anyway, then, then you wasted your time. No, no, no. But I mean, I, I would have... And you knew he worse. wasn't going to feel good. Uh, yeah, because I don't. Um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Pete Carroll is out as the head coach of Seattle. Hmm. A little bit of a shocker. 14 seasons there, two Super Bowl appearances, one win. Should have been two. They didn't hand the ball off. They threw it, picked off. Patriots got another Super Bowl. But the bottom line is that's a shocker. That's a shocker. Now, he's going to be an advisor in Seattle. A lot of people think Dan Quinn, who's the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, used to uh, coach the Falcons, yes. uh, who lost the Super Bowl when they were hmm. 28-3 to with Dan Quinn as the coach, that he's headed or ticketed to Seattle. Now, everybody said that if Belichick and the Patriots decide to part ways, there are going to be teams lining up to get him. Well, then I, I guess you can't really think of uh, Pete Carroll as old. Because he's the same age as Belichick, I think one year older, and he looks maybe 20 years younger. So do you think Pete Carroll's going to be in the coaching carousel now? Hmm. Well, I, 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 is this strange? I'd be more excited about getting Carroll than I would be Belichick. It's a little strange. Please elaborate. I, I just feel like Carroll is, is closer still to the real Pete Carroll than Belichick is. I, I feel, for whatever reason, I just think the Belichick thing's over. Just it doesn't feel like it works in this version of the league. I, I just don't see it happening again. Carol, Carol, I've seen him. I mean, listen, they haven't been the same over the last few years, certainly, um, but they haven't been the same talent wise either. And he's still gotten good stuff out of players who didn't have a lot of expectations. They still got out of Geno Smith a lot out of when Gino no one else Smith. could. So I don't know. And I just like, I feel like Carol is still a little bit more of a modern day coach. Than, than Belichick is, he even though Belichick's the coach. No, the they're coach. like the same age, right? 72? Yeah. That, I, think, I think Belichick's 71, but you might be right. But do you know, you're talking about right, you know, basically the same age. Yes. And Pete just looks more vibrant into it. Like, he does not look his age at all. Right. Now, it started out slow, certainly. Uh, not great with the Jets. And then he went to... The USC came back, and he's been one of the best coaches. And when I saw this, the first thing I thought was, "All right, who do they want? They they must think they can upgrade. Are they going to be in on Bill? Are they going to are they going to throw their hat Can't in the ring Bill. for um 
for um, uh, Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Then when I'm seeing like Dan Quinn, I'm seeing myself. It, that just feels like it. I don't even know if you could say it's a lateral move. I mean, Quinn did not have success in in, in Atlanta the way he wanted to. And certainly he did a great job as a coordinator in Dallas. I think he's kind of saved them. But uh, to me, that'd be a, a, a lateral move. If you were going to go after Harbaugh or somebody else, then I get it. And if he just decided, you know, I had enough, I want to retire, uh, then that's a different story. But I don't I don't I, see him being that guy. Though. I I don't I did not look at Seattle and say, boy, that's a team that needs a different coach, a different voice. And think about what they went through. And they, they, they were playoff competitive every year. They got younger. They had to survive that terrible Jamal Adams trade. And they traded Russell Wilson. It seemed like the right time. Got great stuff out of Geno Smith. I, I think he's still a tremendous coach. It'll be interesting to see if he gets back. It's not like he could sit back and you know be a, a television commentator for a couple of years because he's too old to do that. He's going to mm-hmm. get one right away. It's, it's going to be fascinating. Now, if you're a Jet fan... And you don't believe in Robert Sala, but Robert Sala is hanging around, as is Joe Douglas, because of, of Aaron Rodgers. You feel good about the fact that you're letting these coaches that could really make a difference, like Mike Vrabel and, and, and Pete Carroll, who was a Jet coach for what, like one day, one, one year? Um, you, you're letting them go by without taking a, taking a bite. Just because Aaron Rodgers wants hey, to keep well, Robert well, Sala. Well, that's what I had said to you, Michael, at the time. I'm like, you're telling me you can't do better? We always look at a coach losing his job as, well, he deserved to be fired, as if it's some sort of a punishment for doing a bad job. Yeah, a lot of times that's the case, but sometimes it's like, I think I can do better. And I, I don't think Robert Sala's a bad coach, but I'm no. saying that look at these guys and their resume right. and, and Robert Sala's, so it's 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 tough to let them out there and you don't even take a bite now, of the, the apple. Now, uh, you know, you were mentioning like, you know, like Quinn, right? Now, I, I think that's a lateral move. If but, that, but to, to you know, but if I can get in somebody that went went to a Super Bowl, I mean, isn't that better than Robert Sala? No offense, I mean they're around the same age. They both have you know defensive guys. I mean, wouldn't you rather have Quinn than Sala just based off the resume? But you put yourself in a situation where you're not in on this carousel of coaches, as you put it, and you're telling me you don't think you can do better. Now, does he deserve to be fired? Is his grade incomplete? Has there been a lot of reasons why the Jets haven't won with Robert Sala? Absolutely. That's why I say I'm not sure he deserves to be fired. But by not letting him go, I think you've missed some opportunities to improve. Seven teams now need coaches, and it could be eight um, if they decide by the end of the week about New England, they, you know, Kraft and, and Belichick have already met. Still nothing has been decided. Sounds like Belichick wants to stay. Now, a guy that didn't want to stay, and, you know, we're really going to start off with this, is Wink Martindale and the Giants have now officially parted ways. Giants For sure. have no um, obligation to the $3 million that they owed him, and he has no obligation and nowhere that he can't go. So I just think the way this played out, Don and Peter, not a great look for the Giants. Not, not a great look for Dable. And, you know, what I surmised yesterday, it, it came out, Paul Schwartz of the New York Post wrote it. You know, they fired the, the two Wilkins brothers who were confidants of, of Wink. And Wink came into Brian Dable and, and told him to go bleep himself. Slammed the door and left and got on a plane out of Newark to his home in Florida. Didn't really actually resign. But I guess what he wanted was exactly what he got free reign to go wherever he wants, and the Giants are out from under the $3 million, which, I mean, what's the big deal? Any coordinator job that he got, that's pretty much the going rate for a 60-year-old 
coordinator with you know pretty good skills in, in Martindale, so they wouldn't have owed anything anyway. But the Giants lost this staring match, and the whole organization doesn't look great. It just doesn't. Uh, it's almost like you forced Martindale's hands by firing his two guys, but that doesn't free Wink Martindale up either. Because when you read inside the lines on this, it seemed like the defensive side of the ball was going rogue against Dable. And that's not right either. Dable's no. the head coach of the team. So all of to me that could be a fireable offense then. Like so the the reason I think it's a bad look is if you didn't get along with him, you didn't want him to be here, then fire him. Now the counter is going to be what Jordan told us is well maybe it's a case of we don't want him to go to Philadelphia. We don't want him to go to the Commanders. We want to control where he goes. Well, I'm sorry, you can't have your cake and eat it too. If you don't want him, let him go. Don't don't force him to then resign. What, so so that uh, you could save yourself some money, that you have some control on where he goes? You'll only have it for a year. I mean, Wink could just decide, all right, listen, I'll sit out for a year, get paid, and then I'll go find a job elsewhere. I know he wants to end up trying to be a head coach, which you wouldn't be able to stop him from doing anyway. So if you don't like him, if he went rogue and defied you, well, then fire him. Don't, don't you know, patty cake around with it. Let him go. Or It's also a bad look, Don. If he and the Wilkins brothers went rogue, that's not a great look for Dable. Well, How do you not stop well, that this, right away? This is going back to the conversation about what happened in New Orleans. Uh, this also goes back to the conversation we had specifically about the Giants and how he wore on the room and all that. If I'm John Mara, I need to get to the bottom of what's going on here. Even if I believe Dable's the guy. Why are we having a really good defensive coordinator leave? Why couldn't you get along with him? Why was he going rogue? Why did he disrespect you? And they both were great assistants in other places. All right? Dable becomes the head coach, and now nobody really wants to be around him. Your your opinion earlier in the week was, well, tough, toughen up. But this seems like it's more of a not respecting the philosophy, not respecting the position, which to me is a fireable mm-hmm. offense. But you didn't fire him. You wanted him to resign. And I need to get to the bottom of why Wink wanted out the door. I want to get to the bottom of why he's wearing on people. Even if I believe in him, Michael, I need to know why a really good, legitimate defensive coordinator who made this defense really good by the end of the season, something I want to see go beyond this season, walk out the door because he didn't get along with my head coach. I need to know why that happened. No, it, it, yeah, we're putting a lot of um, you know the maybes on, on Dable, but you know it doesn't seem like Martindale comes out of here smelling all that great either. You don't defy your head coach. So maybe it was a problem that Martindale was to Dable. I mean, we keep reporting that, right. or that, that the rumors are that you know Dable's hard to work with. Maybe Wink was because Wink was running a rogue defensive out outfit. Now, one other thing that I've heard is that you know the the Cowboy game when the Giants got annihilated, uh, Dable kept telling Wink just keep blitzing. So I mean, and the Cowboys kept putting up points. That makes Wink's defense look bad. Mm. So Wink's an aggressive defensive coordinator, but the coach wanted him to continue to blitz. So maybe there was a misunderstanding there. I, I, I can't believe it's because he's but, harsh or that he yells. Every NFL no, coach yells. But, but there seems to be a disconnect between the two of them. Right. And and so that's why I have to find out why is there a disconnect. You're right. Wink may be the issue. But then if I'm John Mara, my question would be, then why wasn't he fired? Unless John's the one telling him, listen, we don't want him to go to Washington. We don't want him to go into Philadelphia. And if we can get out of paying him, let's do that. And let's get let's get him to walk away and resign. Well, well maybe Gable thought that the problem was the two Wilkins brothers. Well, I, but, but, but remember, Martindale didn't leave the Ravens in good stead either. True. 
but he it everything looks like they wanted him to resign yes why? It's a bad look for the Giants. Well, why not just fire him? I understand. I don't want him to go to Philadelphia. I don't want him to go to Washington. I get all that. But if he was defying you, if he was disrespecting you, and you couldn't be with him, because, Michael, if you try to get him to resign, what if he didn't? Stole the contract for another year. So he w- what if he decided to stick? All right, I'm not going to go. I think that they would take that without the Wilkins. I've, I've never heard of the Wilkins before the last couple of days, so I'm not even going to fake that I know what their roles are or what role they played with Martindale. But maybe they felt that they were running a little fiefdom that wasn't listening to Dable. Mm. Then, then I fire him. I mean, I can't get overly concerned because if you think he's that good that he's going to help Philadelphia or that he's going to help Washington or somebody else in the division, then try to make it work. He might help Dallas if Dan Quinn right. ends up going to Seattle. So, but if that's, if he's so good, Michael, that I'm afraid he's going to go to my competitor, don't I have to figure out some way to make this work? Coaches don't have to like each other. You know, but Buddy Ryan and Mike Ditka did not get along. And then eventually, well, I mean, Buddy Ryan left for the Eagles. But... Right, but he went for a head coaching job, and right. the Giants would gladly see Wink go for a head coaching position. But so, but if you if he's wearing on you, if there's an issue with him, and he's gone rogue on you and disrespected you, Michael, then I think that's a fireable offense, and I think even John Mara would agree with that. So you really think that if things were that bad, you're going to get all caught up in, oh, but I don't want him going someplace. Let's force him to resign. To me, that just comes across as real weak. Get in his face. Try to figure it out. Try to make it work, or let him go. And I also don't like the way the Giants went about it, where Dable met with the media, said that he was letting go of McGahee, letting go. Um, of another coach as well, but he didn't say anything about the Wilkins. He did not say that he was firing. It was the old line coach, wasn't it? Yeah, the offensive right. line coach. Then he says, "It's my belief that Wink is going to be here." He says that publicly. Then, right after the meeting with the media, he goes and fires the two brothers, and he knows that that's going to set Wink off. He calls Wink in and says, "I'm letting them go," and Wink says, "Go bleep yourself," and leaves. So why would you put it out to the We believe he's going to stay when you know that if you were going to get rid of the Wilkins, he wasn't going to stay. It's almost like you were painting a picture to make Wink look like the bad guy. It's it's not a good look, and I can't pick a side on this because I don't know. I don't know. We don't, we, don't, we don't know the dynamics of it. We don't know, but I have a tendency to just look at the head coach. It's ultimately he is the guy. So the way it was going to get handled, even if Wink was not on point, right? To me, that still ultimately starts and stops with the head coach, and I don't. This is not a great look. It really wasn't. I mean, it, no matter how you cut it, from the say, coming out and saying one thing, then we learn something else, then we find out that's not true, then you find out there's a screaming match and a storm off. It, it, it's, now, it's not great for Dable. But, I don't think anyone can right. argue it's good for. But, him. but but to Michael's point on the Wink side, if he was going rogue and doing what he wanted, that's not right either. How's that allowed? Either? Head coach has to be the one to say what goes on. Well, then here. fire him. Well, that that that's my ultimate point. He should have been point. fired in the middle of the season. Is that, that then, then you have to, that that has to come out? I'm firing him. Why are you firing him? He's a really good defensive coordinator. I'll tell you why. Because in the Dallas game, he defied me, and I'm not having that. This is my team. It sends a message to everyone that this is my team. But when you do it the way they did it, where you know fire his underlings, get him to resign, that doesn't show any strength to me. No. Really, that shows what, weakness. What's three million dollars to the Giants? Yeah, it's I mean, not that, about that is, you maneuvering to save that money. And if I'm John Mara and I'm really concerned 
that this defense of mine is going to help another NFC East team? Aren't I going to get involved and say, guys, you got to work this out? Because the Giants are not better today than they were yesterday letting him go. Now, we'll see who eventually replaces him. You know, Maybe it's going to be Antonio Pierce, but maybe Pierce re-ups in Vegas, and then he doesn't become available. So I don't know where they're going to go, but you tell me the Giants are better now because of this? They've got to figure it out. And, and, and if Wink defied him, maybe just Wink's a bad guy. Maybe Wink had one foot out the door. Maybe he just didn't like him. Whatever it is, that's a bad job. You shouldn't do that. But I need to know, why did it deteriorate to that point? Everything, they were singing Kumbaya last year, it sounded like, when they were going to the playoffs. Yep. Then all of a sudden you get off to a really bad start and they can't stand each other. I need to know, why Why is this happening? So I don't. if I'm John Mara, I don't want to go hire another defensive coordinator, give him a three-year contract, and then a year and a half in, hear that that guy doesn't want to be here, and that guy's going rogue, and that guy can't get along with Dable. So there is a lot of behind-the-scenes dysfunction going on that doesn't get, I think, enough pub because you know the Jets always are like, hold my beer. But there's something going on here, man. And they got to get to the bottom of it. I'm not going to forget what happened at the beginning of the season when they were embarrassing themselves. And instead of me enjoying them getting better and looking forward to next year, this is the garbage you got to go with? It's not good. All right. Now, this is a Woodrow Wednesday. We'll have that at the end of the hour. Um, I promise everybody, because I can see the phone calls already. Everybody wants to talk about this. It looks like the Yankees and Marcus Stroman might be moving closer to to an agreement yes uh and i'll I'll give you a preview of what i'll say at four o'clock i I can't believe this is happening but this is this is almost the opposite of the giant situation now this is where i respect the yankees they probably don't like stroman they probably know the things that he said and he tweeted and they're probably going to hold their nose but they ask the question does he make us better and if the answer is yes, then you get over all the but other you know garbage. What? I think that's a big question. Forget about the the extracurricular stuff where you know he's so active on social media, killing the Yankees. He's got an ERA of about five and a half to six pitching at Yankee Stadium. No. His last uh, ten starts uh, with the Cubs, and he finished on the IL. He had an ERA of six. Uh, this is a guy five years ago. You're making me give my stuff up at four o'clock. This is a guy five years ago wasn't good enough to pitch for you. In the postseason, now he's five years older, and you're going to sign him? Yeah, but at least he's going to bring a lot of drama with him. Yeah. It's like, you know what? It's like, you know what? We found out Rodgers is leaving the McAfee show, but guess what? He might be signing with the Yankees. And I'm here for it. Give me Marcus Stroman, because we will have drama on a weekly, bi-weekly basis. You need pitching, so it's not so much what he's done, Michael. It's what has he done compared to all your other options. Well, it, uh, again, I'm tipping my hand at what I'll talk about. It well, you sounds like you go, you're going to the cheaper route. Because you can't tell, even though I've got reservations about Blake Snell, I think that's a safer bet than Marcus Stroman. Well, I'm sure that's and Jordan part. Montgomery's a safer bet hey, than Marcus Stroman. They so rake you're up. going the cheaper route. Well, you got to rake up all the cash you can if you want to hold on to Soto, right? Um, it, It's a day that ends in Y, am I right, Peter? That's usually the case. Yeah. Right. So we've got to talk Aaron Rodgers. More news today. Pat McAfee said he is not going to be on the show the rest of the year. Uh, well, up up until maybe um, the Jet season begins. And according to Andrew Marshall of the Post, he was contracted to to be through the playoffs. McAfee came on today. And again, I give Pat credit because Pat McAfee's show is owned by Pat McAfee. And any kind of 
detritus that falls down on Pat McAfee's show, it's reflected on Pat McAfee. He's got to protect his brand. And what Rodgers has done the last couple of times is not talk about sports, but talk about conspiracies and stuff like that, which, I mean, it's if it's a sports show, it shouldn't be that. And Pat McAfee said he's not going to be back for the rest of the football season. And Pat said, I'm kind of glad about that. Because it became too much struggle. This is Pat McAfee who said it. He said, we're about sports and having fun. Now, I don't know if ESPN pushed McAfee. Again, I don't know if they have the right to. But I don't think that ESPN could have been that pleased. Because they have told us, and they tell all of their talent, don't get political on the air. That's not what this is about. And the stuff that Rogers was saying, whether you agree with it or not, was political. It, it was political. So, and you know, do, do, does ESPN want on its network you know a guy talking about Je- jeffrey epstein and and well, the list of pedophiles so i wonder if mcafee decided on his own i wonder if espn gave a helpful push but rogers is out and if it, and if the jets are lucky he is completely out and doesn't even come back next year not not on the jets but on the mcafee show there's too much drama too much drama and i want to play you a clip from our national morning show and um Dan Graziano was on. And, and, I mean, this is about as harsh as you could be. Here's Dan uh, talking about Aaron Rodgers and what he thinks Aaron Rodgers is. I think Aaron's, you know, sort of living down to his reputation in a lot of ways as a attention-hungry, you know, self-absorbed individual that, you know, you hear a lot of things about how he's been in the Jets building since he got there, and they're positive, you know. Con artists can be very convincing, <laughs> and uh, I think if he's if he's got the Jets fooled about who he is, then that's too bad for them, and eventually they'll pay the price for it. But uh, he's obviously uh, a liar and a, a, a narcissistic con artist uh, who is bad for everything he touches, and I think ultimately the Jets will pay the price. I mean, that's pretty strong stuff. This is a respected guy who is not a hot take artist. Dan's not a hot take artist. Call him a con man and a liar. And he's fooling the Jets within the building. So I don't know if it's everything Aaron Rodgers touches dies, but the Jets have to be really, really careful. And they got to really cross every single finger and toe that this guy returns to his greatness. Because if he doesn't, what an absolute abomination mess this is. But McAfee says he will not appear on the show for the rest of the NFL season. That is, that's, that's pretty seismic, guys. I guess I'm trying to... It feels like a work to me. How so? Just like, you know, it just seemed like, I don't, I wonder if anyone was surprised by this decision. You know, I I don't, what I'm saying is, I wouldn't go as far as calling it seismic, because I think Pat is a rational human being and very tactical and smart. Uh, Rogers, as we've talked about a lot, is a smart guy. Don't you think they just realize there's no place really to go from here? This thing had now escalated into all kinds of other things between the show and ESPN. It just seems like it, it was almost a no-brainer for everyone. What are you? What do you hope to gain the next week? They couldn't. Well, one Pat thing they couldn't would have gain, gotten more. I, he, the, the amount of press and attention they'd gotten from it is basically impossible to match. Oh, I think you can match it. I don't know if you could beat it, but you're going to continue to bring in big numbers every Tuesday. And I think they felt that the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. Because there's too much negativity involved. Yeah, but but if you're but that's tr- for everybody. That's even for Rogers, though. But but you were. I don't think Rogers cares about that. What's stuff. today? Wednesday. Yep. But so on Wednesday, you're so concerned about the relationship with ESPN. Wasn't it Friday when he went after Norby? 
or Thursday, like less Friday. than a week ago. Okay, but so that was ESPN on ESPN Crime going after an executive like Norby who's been there 35 years. But now you're making ESPN the product look bad by talking about conspiracy theories that have no basis really in fact other than stuff that Rogers has read. Well, That's not a good thing for ESPN to have to like carry on its airwaves. Well, exactly. It becomes a really tough argument for anyone to try to win. So I, I don't know. I just feel like I, Pat is ultimately so smart. I feel like right. he wouldn't have done well, this unless the timing was exactly right where he got the most out of it for the show and it makes sense to move on. If you look at the way McAvee came off going after Norby. If you, if you looked at the responses and the reaction from people, is that Ma- McAfee can't be stopped. He's bigger than ESPN. ESPN needs him more than he needs ESPN. Well, that all goes away if you acquiesce to something that they said because of what happened yesterday. If you're all in a, on a doing whatever you want, then this shouldn't bother you. If you're bigger than ESPN, then all of a sudden you went after Norby. You didn't care. Well, so why why a line was over, all of a sudden crossed yesterday? Yeah, but now you're going to listen to them. Now you're going to worry about the relationship. Well, also yesterday, Foss got taken down or like got you know eviscerated by Rogers. Rightfully, I, I have no idea, but it doesn't see Foss did the right thing by protecting ESPN, and then Rogers goes after him. So I mean that that's not Norby. That's another guy who actually this show is under his well, auspice. All I'm saying is is that if he did it when he, if he went after Norby to show the world that he's bigger than ESPN, then all that went away by doing this. But I don't God, think so though. He went after Norby. Rogers went after Foss, and Rogers is spewing the conspiracy theories. Right. But he's the one that's decided that I'll take Rogers off or to has cool he things been pushed? Down. Yeah, but but Roger but Pat deciding to cool things down now is not a reflection, I don't think, on the whole thing that happened with Norby. It's I think the Norby thing is separate. Yeah, I, I think that's almost its own thing. That happened. Mm. He didn't back off of that. Even this week, he didn't he didn't back off of that. He now moves on to this though, which is another week that like the temperature got turned up even more by Rogers because in his attempt to sort of halfway apologize he ends up going after another executive within espn it just might have been like i said pat being a smart businessman and being like regardless of where my future is i don't need this to be an entire you know what show every week when also i've gotten such an intense value back such an immense value back i should say from the entire thing already i mean guys they've been the number one story in sports and entertainment you know for now a week and a half straight well, it's ESPN New York Super Bowl. And by the way, somebody on social media, he, he's not, he never goes through the playoffs. Marshan's reporting he was signed through the playoffs. How do you know more well, than a guy who knows everything that's going on well, in the broadcast industry? Well, also, last year, he was he was on into February before he went on his retreat. Oh, people. they they Because probably a Rogers fan. Uh, it's ESPN New York Super Box Bonanza 5. We're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. All qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of 10 Super Boxes with prizes, including a big screen TV, Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and much more. You can get your box for the big game by listening to DPHO and Rothenberg from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., Barton Hahn from noon to 3, and this show from 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. for a chance to win. $500 in the first and in the third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. For full contest details, go to superboxbonanza.com. We'll give away a box later on in the hour as well as would you. Uh, and we are going to take your phone calls next right here on Yes in 98.7. But first, Peter is going to tell us about BetterHelp. You know what, guys? This is a BetterHelp commercial message. It's that time of year. 
for resolutions, but consider what are some of the things you want to keep the same about yourself in 2024 and what are some of the things you're already doing well, all right? Think opposite of new year, new you. Expand the good in you. Build on your strengths and talents. Sure, create some positive goals. We can all be more organized. Improve lots of different things, all right? Maybe spend more time with family. Matter of fact, I'm going to go see my mom this weekend. So many different things I want to work on and improve, and BetterHelp can encourage you to make a point to adapt positive coping skills to create healthy boundaries. BetterHelp can empower you to be the very very best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. All right, BetterHelp's entirely online. It's convenient, it's flexible, and suited to your schedule. Complete a brief online questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist. You can always change therapists at no cost. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Peter today to get 10% off the first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Peter today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Knicks with a big win. Wink Martindale is out. Mutually parting. Didn't resign. Wasn't fired. Mm-hmm. So they worded that carefully. And Pat McAfee says that uh, Aaron Rodgers will not be on his show for the remainder of the NFL season. It's game time brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. No locals in action tonight, which is sad. That's game time brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. During the big games this season, enjoy a Tullamore Dew, the original triple blended, triple distilled, and triple cash matured. Irish whiskey. Remember when it's game time, it's Tully time. Please enjoy responsibly. Let's go to JJ in North Carolina. JJ, start it off. You know, I've come to, as being a heavy listener to the show, I've come to notice little things, and I've noticed um, me having a certain fondness of Alex Lee and missing her quite a bit. Now oh, that, I feel you. Know, our arch rival, Brandy Scott, has kind of been been ripping you guys and not being too polite yeah. show up to, the, to the parties or anything, but I just wanted to say Alex Lee was great. Yeah, Brandy's not invested. Alex was. Um, <laughs> uh, for 
I wanted to get your guys' opinions, and I wanted to maybe open it up to the listeners, too, Giants fans. What, are you hosting um, the show now? Being a... <laughs> No, I was just trying to give you some. I'm trying to help you a little bit. I just want to know what people think. I don't mind it. All right, Michael, take it easy. (laughs) Um, Please continue. Being a a Bears fan, uh, I I heavily believe in Justin Fields and that they shouldn't move off of him. Do you believe in Matt Eberflus? No, I don't. They should fire him, too. Um, Thank God they fired the offensive coordinator. But anyway, um, thinking that uh, he's uh, the guy. Do Giants fans believe they they want a quarterback, and would they be willing to give up multiple, maybe first round picks and a decent player to trade with the Bears and move up uh, four spots? And maybe would the Commanders do it, Peter, moving up one spot to get their guy? Um, but I also wanted to, uh, your guys' opinion on that, and to see, and wanted to know if you guys think the Bears should move off the of field in the first place or stick with him thinking that uh, he hasn't really had much talent. Uh, maybe get Marvin Harrison. He had a better offensive line. I think he'll be a stud. Well, I mean, mm. the decision with Fields, it, it's two-pronged. Do they think that he's the guy, number one? And if they're not sure he's the guy, then you should pick a quarterback because you reset the clock. The time to win in the NFL is to have your quarterback on a rookie contract. Because after the contract, you've got to pay him serious money. So you have him for five years cheap. Well, Fields is coming up on the time where they have to extend him. So do they think that he's the guy? If they think he's the guy, then trade um, the pick. Now, as for the Giants, it seems like they're all in on Daniel Jones. Well, and the, I, the amount of capital to move from six to one, it's going to be what Carolina had to do last year with the Bears. But if you want a quarterback, don't you want to have the ability to take whatever quarterback you want? Yeah, they did it with Eli. Yep. So I don't worry about all of that. You know, so if 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 they want Caleb Williams and they know that he's not going to go beyond one, is there anything that they can give that would be too much if they believe he's the guy? Then you go back to Eli. What did they give up? They gave up what some uh, a pick that ended up being Sean Merriman, uh, the kicker that they had there for a long time was a Kading. Um, you know, it, they gave up a lot, but they got a quarterback that led them to two Super Bowls. So nobody cares what they gave up. So I don't know. Well, who's who on their roster is untouchable anyway? I don't know if you're going to have to give up a, a Dexter Lawrence to get it done. I don't think that would any bodies would be exchanged. It's all going to be about picks. It'd be the it'd probably be your first round pick, and which is sixth overall. The two second round picks that you have for next, that might that might be the starting point. And then you got to give next year's first round but, pick, like Carolina did. But again, Michael, if, if if you think Caleb Williams is the guy, then then wouldn't you do that? Now, if you're not sure, that then then obviously you're out. Wait, if, if, if the, oh yeah, but if the Bears think Caleb Williams is a the guy, then keep it and get what you can for Fields. Well, you heard um, what was said uh, yesterday. Mel Kiper thinks that uh, there's still something there with Fields. I think Fields is a decent player. Yeah, you look at his stats; it's very pedestrian. But he hasn't been on a very good team. He hasn't won a lot of games. But you know, he's you know low sixties completion percentage in the last two years. He's thrown more touchdowns than interceptions. Uh, but he's also been sacked 99 times the last two years. So there's a lot going on there with Chicago that if they can strengthen it, you're bringing the coach back, right? So if you're bringing the coach back, what does that tell you? That tells me they're probably going to take a quarterback, right? I mean, why are you, why are you running all this back unless there's going to be some change you think uh, Eberflus is going to be able to have an influence on? Yeah, but but no, I, I disagree with you because if you're keeping Eberflus – do you give him another chance at another quarterback, and then you've got to keep him for three years? You can't just bring in Williams and then fire Eberflus next year. 
I think no, no, Eberflus no. is means that that Fields is going to stay. Here's what I'll say about Fields: He was a 22 year old coming out, so he's only 25 years old, and he that that second year where he was able to play 15 games, the team wasn't. You know the team was bad, three and twelve in the games that he started. But he threw you know seventeen touchdown passes, eleven interceptions. He he actually was voted ninth in MVP that year. I mean, there's stuff there. But are you are you ready to give him a contract? It really just comes down to how they feel. That's the one thing we don't know. We don't know how they feel about the quarterbacks coming out. And same thing with the Giants. If they think that Caleb Williams is the guy, is there enough to? Is there anything you wouldn't give up to to get a chance at him? But the, the the bad thing about the Giants, though, is that they're many pieces away. So if you give up so much draft capital that you've you've compiled, and you get Caleb mm. Williams, you still have a terrible offensive line, and you got Daniel Jones making forty million dollars next but year. But I don't think you necessarily have to use high draft picks to fix the offensive line. They've tried that, all <laughs> right. Their offensive line is littered with high draft picks that haven't worked out. There's got to be other ways to build an offensive line, Michael. You know, whether it's free agency or just getting a better coach to coach them up, and, and they've got an opportunity to do that this year. You know, holding on to all these picks and continuing to use the pick. Where was Flowers taken? Where was Pew taken? You know, Thomas looks like he's worked out, but you know, everybody on that line was a first or second round pick, right? Or third round pick. They've they, they've been there. They've done that with these offensive linemen, Michael. I need a quarterback. And you can't tell me they're all in on Daniel Jones because they've got an out at the end of this year. Well, I mean, that was just to make sure that they have an out. But I believe that they really believe in this guy. I mean, well, you heard what Mel Kuyper said, too. I believe that they believe in the guy. But not, and but, I, I also agree with what you say. Let's say if you think he's just the cat's meow. He's great. A major knee injury and two neck injuries. You really all in? I don't know how they can be all in, Michael. They put that out for a reason because they wanted to see. You know, they, they gave him what seemed to be a lot of money for his skill set, but $40 million for a quarterback is not a lot of money. Now. If you believe that this is the future. They had to know that that contract was going to age well as far as the money that other quarterbacks were going to get. $40 million does not look that crazy compared to what quarterbacks are going to get during the length of that deal. But they created the out because they didn't draft him. Dable only coached him the one year. They were probably okay with him, but not really sure. And this was supposed to be the year the next two years to convince him that the last two years he'd still stay a giant. Well, Basically, you threw away the first year. He's been hurt and ineffective. Now you go into next year, Michael. You know he's got to put up or shut up. And what do you, what would you bet? I like Daniel Jones, but right now, if you're a betting man, are you going to bet that he's going to he's going to set the house on fire and you're going to be in love with him the final two years of the contract, or going to be sitting here a year from today and say, "Good thing they got an out in the contract." What would you bet? I'd bet that they'd be happy to get out of the contract. Me too. No, no, I think that they'd like him to be great. No, no, they want him in the But what do you think's going to happen? Right. Oh, what do I think's going to happen? Yeah. I, I, I think that he'll be okay, but he won't be great enough for them right. to pick up the contract. Now, 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 you, you know, Joe Shane has to say to himself, "I've got a bet," and the way he's betting is not with money; it's with his first round pick. If he believes he's going to bet that he's going to he's going to be great and he's going to finish his career with the Giants, then you have no need to draft a quarterback. But Michael, if he's thinking the other way, mm-hmm. then the bet has to be: I, I gotta, I gotta pick a quarterback. I, I can't go into next year with Daniel Jones, who hopefully will be ready for camp, and Tommy DeVito. 
It's basically the, the, the Bears and the Giants have the same thing. You have to just decide, are you in love with a quarterback that's available? That's that's what Kuyper said to us yesterday. If the if the Bears are in love, for example, with Caleb Williams, then you move on from Justin Fields. And I think of the Giants in a similar way. If after three or four seasons, you're still doing calculations about whether or not it could work, and you have the option to do something you know you definitively like better, it seems irresponsible well, to not do well, that. You know, you're you're so right because this this current regime for the Bears didn't draft Fields. Hmm. Let's so, go to Griffin in Connecticut. Same thing. Oh, Griff. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. Um, Don, you were 100% right when you were talking about uh, the Pete Carroll thing. I I don't get it. I, I, I saw that news today when I was watching SportsCenter. I, I don't like – I don't get it because – are you talking? Would they have done this if the Packers lost to the Bears? Because they would have been playing this weekend. So would they have done it? If they made the playoffs, or is it because they missed it? I just I don't I I, I don't know. To me, it didn't look like Pete Carroll that that they needed to make a change with Pete Carroll. I also don't get Tennessee firing uh, Mike Rabel. I I don't like that idea. I. I really don't. And well, yeah, but, you know, Vrabel has been bad the last two years. He was great the three years before that. So, I mean, you could almost, I, not that I approve of them firing Vrabel, but you understand that this one doesn't make sense other than Carol's age. Yeah, I know. It just, I, I, I don't get that one. And um, another quick thing, Peter, I don't want to get in, anything onto your E&M, maybe. I don't know if you no, you're, you're fine. It's 343. Um. Eric Spostra getting that contract. You you guys think he's worth everything of that contract? Yes. I think he is. Yeah, I, I think, I think yeah, he that is. Made sense. Well, and, and how much do you love? And how much do you love the Heat for waiting for his divorce to be final? Well, he loves the Heat for that. Uh, Will Howard Senior calls me out, and he's right. When people call me out and they're right, they're right. I said there are no locals playing tonight. St. John's is taking on Providence at six thirty at the Garden. That's a local. I should have mentioned that. I apologize. <sighs> Is it? Uh, it's a local. They're I, playing I really well. But, but, but I, I, all I'll say is, I like what you did there. That that shows being a good teammate. <laughs> when we come back, it's Would You Wednesday. I've got some very good ones for the guys and for you all. It's about to get dark, as it always does about this time. Yeah, sun's going down. All right, tell me about FanDuel then. All right, guys, as good as the regular season is, there's nothing like NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. Six games, three days, and for these teams, it's win or go home. But you'll always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W. I've been handing out W's, guys. Uh, you could eat them up like Jameis Winston, the W's I've been feeding you. Ten above 500 as we head into the Super Wild Card Weekend, and I already like a couple of picks right now. So, all you got to do is place your first $5 bet. You could be looking at $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed. FanDuel.com slash Peter. Join today. That's FanDuel.com slash Peter. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 over in Fisley Present, New York. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For all the gambling problem, call 877-8-OPEN-Y. Or text OPEN-Y at 467-369. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. 
This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. It's uncomfortable. No, no I, I don't. Th- I don't think I could. Really? But she's total smoke show. <laughs> At times, incriminating. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let's not be rash. Let's not be Don. Hold on, but don't answer yet. And a Michael K. Show favorite. Michael, you're you're such a child. It's the Woodya game. We play it off the air all the time. The Woodya game. Yeah, it's a Wednesday staple, and here we go. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple of quick hits, so let's not overly debate these quick hits. Uh, and I think this first one could be different for each guy. Would you rather be deaf or blind? Peter loves music. Yeah, that's an easy one for me, too. I'd rather be blind. You'd rather be blind? Yeah. Oh, I think I'd rather be deaf. I I, mean, I'm going there anyway. But. No way, man. I can't not listen to music anymore. And the thing is, <sighs> Peter, I've said this before, at least you can describe things to me. I know what my wife looks like, my kids. You could describe colors to me. In my mind, I can picture it. But, hey, you want to hear that new song, I'll never be able to hear it. Peter? Well, here's the way I look at it. A, I need to hear to be able to do my job. The only thing that I have any skills at whatsoever. And two, my favorite thing to look at, I enjoy touching just as much. Yourself, you mean. Don, you hear what I'm saying? I hear you saying. All right, so here's a here's a good follow up. Would you? Mm-hmm. Would you rather lose your sight or all of your memories? My so. sight, memories are really important. You can't, you can't lose all your memories. You have no life. I, I gotta tell you, uh, you can make the case that everything we do is more for the memory. When you when you do things in real time, it's over you know pretty quick, right? Great show, great game, but it's the memory that lives forever. So basically, I'm a goldfish. I'd watch something. I'd no, experience it. But you build it. up new memories. I'm saying. Uh, but I've, you know, I'm 55 years old, Michael. I mean, there's a lot of things that have happened that that, that get me through the day. You got to build a portfolio. You're, you're taking the portfolio away. All right. Would you eat a severed human finger mm. for 100 million dollars? Yes. What the? Heck? Well, I, I, matter of fact, I'd enjoy it. 
Would you? The interesting thing about this would you is Mm -hmm. you upped the number from dead animal carcass for human fingers so much. Yes. I think I'd rather eat a finger than an animal carcass. I I think Don might be right. I don't know. Would you rather be stressed out all the time Mm, or sad all the time? So would you rather be Michael K. Or Michael K. That's a great point by you. Um, stressed stress. out or sad? Stress. You'd rather Sadness. be stressed. Yeah, sad is sad is out. You'd rather be stressed, of course. Mm. All right, this this one this one's gonna. Really I've, had, I've make done it both. Think. It's not great. This is gonna really make you think. All right. Would you wa- rather wear wet socks? Mm. Oh boy. For an entire year. Wet socks for a year. Or oh. have a kernel of popcorn stuck in your teeth for an entire year. Hmm. Popcorn. Yeah, the popcorn. Oh, that's so annoying. I can make that work for me, though. <laughs> I don't know if I can make it work. Yeah, just because you never, because it can kind of distract you. But you but, know, but, but, but the wet sock, uh, now, you, you can't. It's unbearable. Now, is it the same wet socks all year, or do I just replace every day same I get up? wet socks all year. Oh, that's the... I thought maybe at the end of the day, I just put, you know, when I get up in the morning, I just put on another pair of wet socks. All right. No, then I then I gotta yeah they gotta go more with the kernel because now that not only are the socks wet they'll stink they'll affect how I am around people. Would you rather mm. be caught making yourself happy mm-hmm. by one of your parents mm. or your boss? So Tonka truck is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, um, playing with the Tonka truck? No, mm-hmm. boss. You'd rather be the boss, really? But then you, well, parent, that, that opens up a whole. Yeah, but you could lose the. But you're. But you, are you going to lose I, your job? I wouldn't no, lose I this mean, job. Yeah, that, I think I might get a promotion. <laughs> well, that's a strong take. You might get a promotion. <laughs> I, I guess you got to go boss. But if there if there's real uh, life I, ramifications, listen, your your parents are going to get over. I, 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 so what's your answer? Because I got something quick. I think I think you actually got to go parents. All right, this is going to be bad, and you want to dump me, fire me, whatever, but it, it has to be guys. All right, it has so, to be done. So you already this. pictured what Michael asked, so I don't have to repeat it. So you walk on me, you walk in on me doing that. Mm-hmm. In the studio. Yeah. Start of the show. Yeah. I go, Bill you're, O'Reilly? You're, oh, no, you're, no, Don. You're angry. Oh. Like, the instinct is going to be, you're angry. How, how, Don, how dare you? Does your opinion of me and does your reaction change if I'm crying while I'm doing it? Well, first of all, I wouldn't be angry if, you, if I walked in. I just turn around and walk out. <laughs> I wouldn't be angry. Why would well, I be angry? Well, okay, how would no, you? No, I'd be angry. I would, I, would t- I, would, I would want to punch you. And when you're, Why? When you're, Why? It had nothing no, to do with you. It's disrespectful. But you want your boss and to you're catch sick. you. sick. Well, you guys, you guys know I have a story. You guys know I have a story like that. You remember the story? No. Yeah, you, you don't remember the story? No, a few no. a few months after the the, the, the vape eight period, <laughs> yeah, I went on a a a friend trip, and it was a trip that I used to do previously. I remember this story with my ex. So I was like, it was my first trip now on my own. So it was already a bummer. Instead of being among the couples who get a room together, I'm now among the single losers who have to like bunk up together. Yeah, and I ended up bunking up with someone. And 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 I'm going to bed in this room, and I'm watching highlights. I'll never forget it because it's etched into my brain. <laughs> I'm on my phone. Do you guys remember the day Kaepernick tried out for the the at the, in Atlanta? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on ESPN.com watching the Kaepernick highlights, 
And I, I just see a very sharp movement and a light from next to me. And in the same room that I'm in, the person who was sharing the room with me was doing what... That's a desperate man. Yeah, it's a sad man. Or woman. Yeah, but, you but at least wait, wait, wait. it's where... But he was in at least a place where that usually gets done. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm okay. talking about I walking hear into you. a studio where people can well, come in I, now. I hear you, but Don, don't, don't try to make it sound like it's no, much it's different. No, it's still... It, I agree. I think yours is I, worse, it's Peter. And, yours by the, is worse. And, and by the way, and by the way, the, the worst part of that story, Bear was stranded up on the same bed as this person. Well, maybe Bear was providing the... No, you know what? Don't be sick. This is already traumatic enough. All right. This is from Anthony Greek. All right. In their primes, would you rather be hit in the head with a Nolan Ryan fastball wearing a helmet okay. or take one punch from Tyson in the ring while wearing headgear? No, the Nolan Ryan. Because it, no. Oh, Tyson, that's... Punch, well, the punch from Tyson? No, no. no. I, I like how you can, even, neither one of you can say this confidently. I don't like... I, both of you being like a sure of one or the other you is could, crazy. Even with Nolan Ryan, 100 miles an hour in the helmet could kill you. With the helmet on? Yeah. Yeah, but it's the least... You don't think the Tyson punch could break your but neck with a We're with talking 60 on? feet, 6 inches. Tyson was a beast, man, and it's it's within a half a foot of you. And obviously we're saying one that catches clean. It's not yeah. a glancing shot. It's right. a absolute no. clean... Nolan Ryan. I don't know that Nolan Ryan. What, what is that, about 101 and a half, 102? Something like that. All right, very quickly. You can do it. Would you rather have a big house in the middle of nowhere? Gigantic house. Let's call it a mansion. All right. Or... A small little studio apartment in a bustling city. Oh no, the mansion away from everybody. Well, I, I, I agree. I, I guess I wouldn't. I don't want. I don't want. Do to I really have to do the would you? It's my life. I already That's decided. True. So which one? Where do I live? He wants a little tiny apartment. With all the, res- I, 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 I could certainly exchange my apartment for something better, far away. But all right, one final one. Would the, Would you rather get rich in a in a way that disappoints the people who love you? Mm. Let, let's say run Pornhub, something like that, <laughs> okay. or make just enough money to live. Nothing illegal. But yeah. What level of disappointment? Very well. Well, Peter, how could you do this? Oh uh, no, then then no. I, I'd rather I'd rather just get by making an honest living. Yeah, of course. me too. I think I I take the rich. We anyway, know, we know. We know. It's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. This year, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superboxes with prizes, including a big screen TV, Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and much more. Be caller number 98 right now at 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win 500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. When we come back, we'll talk Marcus Stroman, whether or not the Yankees should be fishing in that pond. But first, Don with Samuel. Well, got to check out my friend, Dr. Jay Shaw. He is a double board certified pain specialist. Don't let neck, back, joint, nerve, or sciatica pain bring you down from all the things that you love. It's time to reclaim your active lifestyle. Call our friend, Dr. Jay Shaw, today at Samuel Pain. Dr. Shaw treats joint, neck, back, sciatica, and nerve pain. Dr. Shaw is also a migraine and headache specialist. Procedures involve no cuts, scars, incisions, or downtime. Call Dr. Jay Shaw to make a non-surgical approach with precise image-guided procedures without pain medications. Enjoy life pain-free, same-day and next day appointments available. Go to samwellpain.com. Put an end to your pain and suffering today. Why wait any longer? Make your appointment with Dr. Jay Shaw. Go to samwellpain.com now. Regain your active lifestyle. Enjoy all of your favorite activities pain-free. Samuel Pain now has three convenient locations in Woodbridge, Livingston, and a brand new office in Englewood to Sir Bergen County. Visit samwellpain.com. You'll wish you met Dr. Jay Shaw sooner. 
Most major insurance are accepted. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.